Welcome in Braves Today, bravestoday.com. He's Lindsey Crosby. I'm Ben Taylor. I'm also freaking out. And the one reason being, two reasons being, excuse me, there's three, <laughs> three reasons, reasons now. Uh, <laughs> Ronald Acuna Jr., uh, Max Freed. We've been swept by the first National League team of the entire year. What is going on with the Braves organization? Should we trade everybody and fire Alex Anthopoulos at this point? Okay, so one thing at a time. Uh, <laughs> Ronald Acuna Jr. comes out of the game on Friday with calf tightness. That's what they said it was, was calf tightness. Uh, he he said it felt to him like a cramp. Yeah. Uh, they held him out for the weekend. And some of Snickers' comments when he was talking to, whether it was the pregame show on the radio broadcast, mm. whatever it was, was that Miami plays on turf, and there's always that's a big topic of conversation in the NFL right now. But yeah. there's less give on turf; it's less forgiving, uh, and it's less there's less comfort if you happen to fall on it as you're running things like that. And so they wanted to kind of hold him out so that he didn't aggravate it on the turf. Uh, Snicker said before Sunday's game, Ronald was going to work out on the grass at Truist Park on Monday mm -hmm. before they decided whether or not to play him on Monday night. So uh, they have indicated there's no reason to think he's going to have to go on the IL. This is a small thing. If they thought he was going to go on the IL, they probably would have done, went yeah, ahead and done that done over it. the weekend. So yep. I would imagine, I mean, I think probably knock on wood, worst case scenario is maybe he misses Monday's first game, but I think he'll be fine for the rest of the series. And ultimately, I think he'll be fine for the postseason. I don't see any need to worry about this lingering too long. And I... I think if 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 all of these games mattered as far as trying to win the division or make the postseason, he probably would have seen Ronald back in there by Sunday. But mm -hmm. I think this is just them being a little cautious. Do they scale him back because of uh, you got your your stolen base? Uh, you know, we've been talking about that seventy forty type deal. Do, do do they scale him back or do they let him? Is it one of those things if he gets to second, can get him a walking lead, then they don't care if he tries to take third. But do they want him? pushing off and, and trying to take second and possibly injuring that calf muscle with the playoffs looming. Um, good luck on getting Ronald Acuna Jr. to play the game. Not as hard. I, <laughs> yeah. it's, I don't, I don't, I think part of the reason they've been cautious is because they know you can't ask Ronald Acuna Jr. to go out there and play at half speed. Mm -hmm. And so if there's any concern that he needs to be cautious for a couple days, they'd rather just not play him versus asking him, hey, do you mind not going out there and stealing bases? Do you mm. mind, you know? And so I I think it's more of that than anything else. Problem number two, Max Freed skips the start. They're going to have him in a cast with his hand before it's all said. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That yeah. That is not true. Somebody's yeah. going to hear that and, and freak out. No, it, it turns out that it was not, they even caught the blister before it became a blister from what they were saying. Yeah, so when you have that that contact and that rubbing, it's something where you can feel it on the skin where it gets a little smooth, it gets red and irritated, and you're going to get a blister there. They caught it early. They called it a hot spot, but mm -hmm. they caught it there. He got treatment, everything. They're going to skip this start against Philly. They they did say he would start this weekend against Washington, perfectly fine. They feel like this is a, a done issue. They've taken care of this. They are fine. It is done. And so... That is a that is something where okay great we've taken care of this there's no reason to worry about it. Uh, it thinking about this, like Freed had these issues earlier in his career, right? He had mm -hmm. some blister issues yes. early. This reminds me of remember how back when he first came back he shaved his head 
because yeah. he hadn't been pitching all spring and summer. And so like he wasn't acclimated to the heat. This feels like this may be another scenario where he wasn't quite acclimated to pitching every, you know, throwing the ball every other day for six months because he was shut down for two and a half months in the middle of the season. So mm-hmm. I've had these exact same little hotspot things before. I think it's fine. Nothing to worry about. They caught it. It's treated. We're good. Freak out number three. The Marlins swept the Braves. First National League team to do so uh, over the weekend. They'd been swept twice earlier in the season. I'd totally forgotten about it till you brought it up before because one of them just really upset me and got off with me. The Toronto sweep, uh, the Houston sweep, I actually forgot about, um, honestly. Uh, but it, another reason that I think I told you earlier in the pods, earlier in the year, that's why I hate American League and inter- I hate interleague play because – there was nothing to win, and then Atlanta gets swept twice. But this time, should Braves be Braves fans be concerned at all about what took place over the weekend? I think, if anything, it's a good reminder for us that a short series can be fluky, and anything can happen. And when you get into the postseason, like one bad series, and you're done. It's it's different than getting through the regular season. I don't think there's any big takeaways from that. Uh, Miami is, they're hot right now. Obviously, they're fighting for for postseason seeding. They're trying to make the wild card. I believe right now they're maybe half a game back in the wild card standings as as far as not even being in right now. And so uh, they're, they're hot. They got Jorge Soler back, Jazz Chisholm. Mm. Luis Arise figured out how to hit a home run. It was nuts. <laughs> uh, I do think that's an isolated thing. I don't mm. think that's going to be any sort of long-term issue. This is fluky stuff happens. I mean... Marcelo Zuna had that same series when Atlanta went down there to start off May. Right. And so stuff happens. They exercised a lot of demons. You know, they 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 got destroyed by Atlanta in just about every game until this series. So inevitably it was going to flip the other way. And I I do think when you don't throw Freed, you don't throw Strider, you know, you have Schuster being one of the guys that gets victimized. It's like, okay, well, you know, it's this isn't what we would do in the postseason. We wouldn't have Schuster starting game one of a postseason series if we faced Miami. I don't think it's anything huge to to hold your hat on and say, yeah, be concerned about this. And look, I know that they had a day off before they traveled down there and they still partied hard and all that kind of stuff. Coming off an emotional roller coaster of a win, securing the division, making it six in a row, you got to feel that maybe it was time for them to kind of sit back and go, all right, let's breathe. For a second. I know that it's at the expense of possibly some losses. Not that they were going out looking to lose, but they weren't pressing either. They weren't. Uh, it wasn't one of those things where everybody, they, people were getting pumped up in the locker room or somebody, was, you know, down in the clubhouse was getting on to somebody going, you got to do the little things. You got to do this. You got th- that kind of conversation did not happen down in Miami. It was probably one of those things where it's like, look, we're not saying we're going to mail it in, but we're also not going to play the MVP candidate. We're going to let him rest. We're going to make sure some people like Lopez get some time on the mound when it's 14 to two. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're going to, we're, we're going to do some things a little different before the end of the season. We'll get to that momentarily. I do need to uh, thank our sponsor, Lindsay uh, Ford Stokes uh, guys. You guys are go check it out. You can listen to his active wealth show on AM 920. The answer, by the way, author of the incredible book annuity 360 given each and every one of you one of those copies of that book, Annuity360, absolutely free. All you got to do is go to annuity360.net. 
submit your contact information. You're going to get a complimentary copy of Ford's book, Incredible Opportunity to Learn About Protecting and Growing Your Hard-Earned Wealth. By the way, Ford's registered investment advisor, Brookstone Capital Management, managing over $8.5 billion in assets. That's annuity360.net. You can find out more about Active Wealth at their website, activewealth.com. And if you want to catch up on any of Ford's financial radio shows that I mentioned above, you can give that a listen at activewealthshow.com. Trust me, you don't want to miss out on the valuable insights Ford provides. And get that three book, free book rather. I guess you get three if you're asking for it. Annuity360.net is where you go and find out more information about that. Again, not pressing down in the Miami series. However, home field is preferred, but at what cost? Now, what 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 do the Braves do going into these last few series to end the season? Because I mentioned in the notes that I sent you, and you and I talked about this before, you more than anybody have said, you got to be careful what all you show the Phillies because we see them a lot, and that could be who you face in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it, at the end of the day, I'm not incredibly sad that Max Freed won't pitch against the Phillies. <laughs> not at all. Simply because now it's just going to be that much harder for them to be ready for him, for him if they face him in the postseason. The way that Correct. things shake out, uh, if they win their their wild card series, they would come to Atlanta for for a matchup, and I don't mm-hmm. necessarily love that. But your starters this week would be Wright, Strider, and Elder. And honestly, I wouldn't hate if they found a way to save Spencer Strider too. Find mm-hmm. a way to get him onto a different schedule, give him a, a break, push him back to the national series or something, just so you don't have to let them see Spencer Strider again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it's it's something where I'm not saying skip a start. Obviously, I want Strider to have a chance to beat John Smoltz's record, but be cognizant of the fact you there's a very good chance you're going to play them in the postseason. It's very unlikely they're going to fall all the way to the number three seed for the wild card. They're up, I think three and a half or four and a half games in the wild card standing. So, you know, Kyle Wright's going tonight elder on Wednesday. That's fine. Uh, one of those guys will probably end up pitching a postseason game. If it goes that long, the series does, but like, if you can find a way to save Strider on, on Tuesday, I wouldn't hate it either. Yeah. I, I love that idea. Uh, not so much predictions, but let's talk about goals and what the Braves need to look at doing these last two weeks with Phillies. Got Washington twice, got the Cubs, which, is there any chance we could face the Cubs? We could possibly face the Cubs. Uh, so you got it. You're in that same scenario pitching wise as far as postseason is concerned. Yeah, and for the Cubs, you've seen them a lot less this season than you've right. seen Philadelphia. So it's it's a little bit different there. I'm not as worried about showing them stuff. Uh, I would love to not let them, you know, face off against Max Freed just mm-hmm. simply because I don't think he was even active when we played them last. Uh, but goals for this week and for the rest of the season, for me, really, obviously, home field's big. But I want to see one of the catchers get going. I uh, wrote this up on Braves today on Monday, talking about both of these catchers. They were incredibly hot going into the All-Star break. Sean Murphy was batting 306. He had 17 home runs. Uh, right now, in the second half, he's batting 181. He has three home runs. Wow. Travis Darno, and that's in 34 games. Travis Darno's played 31 games. He's batting 175 with three home runs. And so I don't know exactly why. It looks like they were a little bit lucky early in the year. And by lucky, I don't just mean like that's my opinion. Looking at batting average on balls in play. You know, when you put a ball into play, do you get on base or not? They're both both of them had a batting average on balls in play over 300 in the first half. And typically the only way you see a guy with a sustainable batting average or BABIP that's high like that 
is if they're incredibly fast and can beat out infield singles and things like that. And that's not these catchers. So Mm -hmm. some of it's just the luck normalizing. Both these guys are down to, it's like 198 for Travis and it's 209 for Sean. But I think also some of it might just be some of the playtime. Early in the year, obviously Murphy got almost a month where he started every single day. And then when both guys were healthy, it was Sean Murphy would play the first two games of a series. Travis would play the third. And as we got into the summer, Brian Snitker started rotating those guys in a little bit more often because it's so hot. Obviously, it's a physically demanding job. And so part of me wonders getting less consistent play time. I think Sean Murphy, I saw, has only had maybe three or four times where he's pitched back-to-back in, or where he's played back-to-back in the months of July and August. Maybe it's just a playtime thing. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, Murphy needs to go start three, four games in a row to get back into the groove, but... We just need somebody to do it in the next couple of weeks before we get into the postseason. Mine is similar, but more as a team is I just would like to see some consistency down the stretch. I'm not really worried about this week. I mean, a lot of people are going, "Oh, it's the Phillies. You got to you got to beat the." I'm I'm not. I'm not honestly Phillies Nationals. I'm not really worried about this week, but I am big on getting hot at the right time, and I really would like to see going into next week. The Braves going more on the upward trend, not the not the downward trend. That goes for the team in general. Whether it's the catchers uh, getting getting um, some better at bats, whether it's Ozuna coming back around and us getting another Marcel May, Arcia becoming that guy that you know everybody wants to see that or does not want to see come up late in the game because he just ruins the careers of middle relievers uh, whenever they're in there and he he comes up late with runners on. So I want to see that trend start to head up if not against the Phillies and Nats, definitely starting on Sunday or Monday as we head into next week and and start to get at least play on a consistent, better basis than, than what we've done. Again, not to freak out because of the sweep, because, as I said, I call that a hangover sweep uh, just because of winning and pressing down the stretch. So we shall see. He's Lindsey Crosby. I'm Ben Taylor. Follow us on Twitter at Braves underscore today or bravestoday.com. Lindsey, as always, thank you, bud. Thanks.